I met with a friend who's fighting for his marriage. Fighting for his wife and for his two boys. Something very hard to contemplate is how you can have children with someone and not long thereafter you either want to separate, divorce, dare I say even kill them. Read the papers every day. Talk to the police officers who go on the domestic violence calls. Ostensibly, I'm saying the same thing that they would tell you. And it is a horrible emotional reality that at the core, at the center of our republic, of our country, of our nation, is the family. And no one is under a barrage of more attacks and surrounded by more enemies, even more so than Israel, than a family. A family, the first installed institution by the Creator. It is both the first line and last line of defense for building or destroying a society, building or destroying your children, yourselves. Everything hinges on that linchpin of relationship. It is no wonder that the majority of our emotional mirage, all of our psychosomatic psychosis issues derive upon that foundation of family. You can always trace back, reverse engineer why you don't get along with your husband while you abuse your wife and your children while you are not there emotionally, nor the fortitude or strength to fight the battle and cross the rivers in fog or the desert in a sandstorm to survive and keep alive your family. Because you've not seen it, you've not been a part of it. In fact, you are yourself one way or the other You are a result, a byproduct 
of one of these dysfunctional families, then you grow up and have one of yourself. A dysfunction having a dysfunction. Conjunction, conjunction. What have you done? While never dealing with the trauma that you may not even realize you have, didn't even know it, no one probably honest enough to tell you because so many of your friends and associates are no different than you. They are like you from a dysfunctional family. You've either drowned it in liquor or drugs or makeup. You drowned it in distractions of making money, going to Disneyland, shoes, dresses, golf, sports, travel, and nature. And so you've never dealt with it. So you don't even know how to fight for it because mm -hmm. no one, no one fought for your family. This is the year you must fight for it. Because this is a year of great judgment and you don't want any more children suffering from a lack of love they see between their mothers and fathers. Your fighting must stop your personal anxiety, your distress, your neediness, because everyone is thinking about what? Me. And no one should be thinking about me other than your children who have not yet matured to understand they should think about you. But you are mature enough to understand that. Therefore, you need to think about them. And train them by your example of how you think of each other, how you treat each other, how you decide that the nuclear option of separation and divorce and murder and hatred is not worth it to appease your anger or wanting revenge on each other, or wanting to get back, or making them pay for your instability spiritually and emotionally, thereby making the children pay the even heavier price. Well, you have something to think about, to contemplate. Now, the young man I'm talking to, he knows this, but he knows that he cannot communicate this to his wife because she's in no place to hear it. So what do you do when your partner's in no place to hear it? 
Well, then you carry your battle buddy like they do in the military, who's in no place to fight alongside of you. Now you have to have the strength to pick up that wounded soldier and carry him. To endure hardness like a good soldier for the sake of the victory. Because the price is too high to pay for the result of defeat. God loves Israel. He made a covenant with Israel. He will never divorce Israel. He may give Israel the cold shoulder. He may say to his people, sleep on the couch, you're not going to be intimate with me this week, this month, or this year. But one thing he won't do, he won't divorce them. Now, they may want to divorce Adonai. And oftentimes they've attempted to divorce God. But God does not sign the divorce papers. He made a covenant, therefore he is true to his word. Regardless of their sins, their adultery, their words. For the children, for the promise that he made to their descendants, for the babies yet to be born. And he uses that love and that strength to reserve whatever he can of that relationship to keep it. Because the price to pay of a divorce that is equal on both sides and agreed upon would be the end of everything. There will be no divorce. I will learn to suffer and endure. I'm going to hold on. Joseph did in jail for 14 years. Well, give or take, off by two or three or four, maybe it was 10, maybe it was 11. But over a decade, he was in jail. Nelson Mandela did for over 30 years. The women's suffrage movement did. They held on till they got the right to vote. The civil rights movement did. They kept on praying, they kept on singing, they kept on marching, they did not give up. And by the way, they didn't break into Congress and ignite it or set the White House on fire. Instead, they went on their knees. They called on the name of the Lord. God knows as descendants of the transatlantic slave industry. Many of my ancestors did. You may not know all the names of the heroes of the women's suffrage movement or the civil rights area of the antebellum period of the slave rebellion of the abolitionists, 
And maybe knowing all of those individual names is not as important as knowing the heart and drive of every person who's God-loving and freedom-seeking. Innately within them an, an inalienable thirst and hunger for the right thing, for righteousness. So, you young men, button up the pants, tighten the jacket, put on the gloves, put on the hat, put on the boots. The storm is coming, walk through it. The cold temperatures of relationship are upon you. Make a fire and stay warm until the winter pass. And hold on. Because it's worth fighting for. And if it's worth fighting for, it's worth waiting for. Endure. Endure because the family is worth fighting for. It's worth dying for. But ask yourself, is it worth living for? So what will you do? What will you do? We thank you now 
Forgiving us your mercy and your blessings now. You are faithful, you are true, always loving through and through. No one else compares to you. We say, Oh Lord, we love you, we love you now. Giving glory and honor, we humbly bow. You are master, you are king, you are everything. We love you, Lord, we worship you. Giving glory. No one else compares to you Lord, we love you Lord, we love you Lord, we love you Lord, we need you Come right now And touch your people Lord, we need you. 